welcome to What the Hops, episode two. I'm Brian. I'm Eric. I'm Adam. And since we didn't mention it in the first podcast, I'll get this out of the way right now and probably mention it at the end. You guys can follow us on Twitter at What the Hops. Follow us on Instagram at What the Hops Podcast. Or follow us on Untapped at WTH Podcast. You know, because we like to make you guys think about how to find us and everything else. Damn right. So. I hate thinking. <laughs> we're going to get right into it today and uh, hop into our first beer, which is going to be the Resurgence Brewing Company R&D 13. Um, it's their, you know, research and development beer that they've been doing, obviously, 13 times now. Fuck uh, um, number thirteen. Holy fucking milk! <laughs> it's coming in, coming in at six point five ABV. Shit looks like fucking spoiled milk. I'm all about this. And was just tapped. What was it on Wednesday? Yeah. So yeah, I was tapped on Wednesday. I picked it up. Uh, they're according to their Twitter that they, it's when they released it. Yeah. So uh, yeah, this shit as of recording date, is fresh as fuck. Freshy, fresh, fresh. So Fucking Manny fresh. <laughs> so we'll, uh, we'll see what we got going on here. Eric's getting um, a mad pour on right now. Uh, it's, not, it's, it's not as colorful as the Sitmo 2.0, but obviously the Sitmo 2.0 is a completely different beer. I'm it assuming. doesn't look as thick. I mean, it looks like... Yeah, the head the head dissipated pretty quick. Yeah, definitely does have that grapefruit juice look to it. Most delicious. Did you get a lot more hops on that though? Like, th- there's like a back end bitterness to this shit, and way more than the last one. It's definitely juicier than twelve too. I'll definitely say that. Uh, twelve, twelve compared to eleven was definitely a little underwhelming. This has more bitterness to eleven, if I'm remembering correctly. Uh, trying to think back on all the R&Ds that I've had. Upon first sip, this is this is up there with one of them, though. This yeah. is it's pretty good. Yeah, I can't really speak to the other R&Ds because I think this is the first one that I've had. But um, from first sip, you know, it, it's kind of similar to, you know, a, a handful of the you know New Englands that we've had in the past. Decent. Um, I wouldn't say it's up there, up there. But, um, you know, I'd, I'd say that's a pretty solid beer. I'm trying to think of how many I've had because I know I haven't checked into all of them. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't have any complaints about this so far. But if you're talking to the three of us, then, yeah, we I guess we give it our give it our thumbs up, our seal of approval. So if you happen to listen to this and it's still on tap by the release date of this podcast, then get your hands on this shit. Yeah, I mean... You know, it, it would be interesting, interesting to uh, to maybe talk to the brewers and, and get an idea for, you know, how they go about their their R and D process. If they're all doing straight IPAs and now they're they're hopping on that. And for for the most part, for the most part, all the uh, all the R and Ds seem to be IPAs yeah. in some level. So, but um, well, it's just something with that too. I mean, you you leave yourself open to different yeast strains, different hop combos. I mean. You know, the Val Brewing, you know, they, they're Ferrari series, you know, white, red, green. I mean, they're, it's the same beer. It's the exact same beer. The only difference is they're swapping out different types of hops in them, which, 
you know, it can attribute a different flavor to a beer, which, you know, same body, you're going to get the in each of them. But, you know, it's something like this that I think that leaves them a lot more options to try different things with this. Um, I forgot. I thought one of their beers was actually because of an R&D. It could even be Sitmo or I, I Head in thought, the Clouds. I thought maybe. it was one of them was initially like an R&D. I could be wrong. Um, well, even with, with Sitmo, with them releasing 2.0, um, that's them playing around with the yeast strains. And from talking to the people at the brewery, talking to the bartenders, they were saying that they're they're looking to continue doing this with Sitmo too. So instead of uh, Sitmo 2.0, you're going to have a Sitmo 3.0. Yeah. And anytime sure. you go into the stores, you're going to find Sitmo there. It's going to be Sitmo original. I mean, Sitmo 2.0 should be a staple beer. I, I agree 100% on that. Like, just just, just cross out Sitmo OG. But Sitmo, even regular Sitmo, is not a bad beer it, it, at all. And it's not. It's not. But, but Sitmo, Sitmo 2.0 blows it, it out of the it's water, It's the yeast. Man. I mean, it's one of the things that yeah. they put on their, um, on the labels for the um, four-packs. But, I yeah. mean, even right now, as I'm scrolling through on tap, just looking at what people are saying about this, you know, uh, very. Ta- one guy says, very tasty. For a great cause. Another one says, "Tastes like I'm chewing on yeast. Overly bitter, bitter finish. Meh. Don't necessarily agree with it. And then big hop on the finish needs a few weeks to round out. I mean, it's a New England beer. You want to be drinking this fresh. Um, and and maybe maybe a week later it may round sure, out a but, little more. I mean, more, but that's but part of what a New England is though too. I mean, typically you're using like a London strain of yeast for a New England too. And with that, you're gonna get some kind of yeast flavor to it i mean that's what the style is there for you know it it's been why we asked what you know what gives it the haze is the yeast is the hops you know but even like scientists don't really have a real idea yet it's a mystery (laughs) so i mean i mean i'm i'm good with this i would order this again i enjoy this i mean i would too if i'm at the brewery i'm i'll I'll, i'm probably gonna get a glass of this and hang out i mean i mean speaking speaking of the brewery i mean if you've never been to resurgence brewing company get out there um get out there before they move right well they're still they're still gonna yeah they're still gonna keep that location open but it's going to be more of the, the R&D research where they're going to kind of shift. Yeah, uh, yes and no. I mean, I'm pump, fucking right? pumped for it. I just want to say that. Because I, think in, I think in the first word location, it's going to be more of like the canning, and they're going to do a lot of production there. Um, but there's a lot more going on that in that building that they're putting on that it's going to be more than just resurgence. So it's I mean, going to be it's going to be an experience. Like a, a barrel house kind of brewing there. They're supposed to be like rock climbing and shit. I think over there too. I mean, it's so. first war, dude. Once you like, once you hit like Riverworks and over that way, you get into like, oh yeah, a whole fucking, different area. That's like it's fucking adventure city, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's fucking cool. I love it. I wish we had the shit fucking 10, 15 years ago. Yeah. We could have enjoyed it through our upbringing. <laughs> when was when was zip lining before I didn't <laughs> before I was afraid of breaking my leg? Yeah, <laughs> this is what I go back to my last thing that we spent a lot of fucking time at Vinny's, like because <laughs> this is you could drink three for five. Like if this shit was ten years ago, like and we that, would have some more adventures. Let's be real. And that really brings us into the conversation we're going to have today with you guys. It's all about beer bars and beer stores in this city. Um, when you think back. At when we first started drinking, and whether we were of age or not, 
Uh, For legal purposes, we'll <laughs> say that we were all 21. Yeah, we were, <laughs> we were all good to go. Um, Vinny's was our neighborhood bar. And uh, they didn't have craft beer on tap. They had, okay, they had Sam Boston uh, or whatever Sam yeah, seasonal stuff. Yeah, fucking J.D. Dun- or J.D. Dundee Brown or Honey Brown or whatever the hell it was. Yeah, they would try to hey, get you hey, to drink it. Hey, that's that's Jenny, though. That's Jenny yeah, I'd rather that. drink Jenny. I mean, I'm Don't I'm with pass that shit off to me that that's craft beer. I'm with you 100% on when that. When you had the fucking Budweiser aluminum bottle. They had them in plastic bottles at one time. <laughs> it was like the bottles they serve at the fucking Bills game so you can't kill anybody. But they also had, I mean, they had Killians, and then eventually they took Killians off and put Blue Moon on tap. And that was kind of the start of their, hey, we're going to try to appeal a little bit for our tap wines to uh, appeal to if people want some kind of craft beer. Dude, when they got Blue Moon, I remember there was a girl that we were friends with at the time, and her boyfriend's like, hey, man, we got Blue Moon. I'm like, all right, cool. I don't know why, I don't know what this shit is. He's like, to give you oranges with it, man. Like, fucking whatever, dude. I, I'm here to get fucking annihilated. You think I give a shit about an orange? And then orange is like a year old. No, it wasn't bad at the time. And then, like, then the, they... <laughs> They got to the point where they stopped ordering oranges, and they're like, here's a lemon. <laughs> like, what the fuck? It's two different flavors. Like, why would you want a lemon with that shit? I think that's, you know, you know, as, th- as the craft beer scene has evolved, like, you have to kind of play to your to your clientele. And, you know, you're, you're trying to attract younger people to come in and, and try different beers. But, you know, sometimes it's like, you know, your, your clients just want those Natty Ices, or they want the... They want the Molsons or the Blue Lights or the Bud Lights. Like sometimes it's just the nature of, of the town you live in. Um, so I think that's where you know as we dive in a little deeper into the different areas, different you know villages and towns, um, you know the craft beer scene's a little more prevalent in you know some of the towns that are kind of more forward thinking and you know up with the times. Well, all of us basically grew up in suburbia and and middle class families and stuff. And we all grew up in families where, like, basically our, our parents, our fathers in particular, would probably be like, well, if they don't have beer on tap at this restaurant, we're not going to go out to eat. So you're looking back at it, and back then, back in the 80s, back in the early 90s, there wasn't any kind of craft beer on tap. Dude, Nowadays. it fucking ruined pizza for my family. Pizza used to be <laughs> our spot. And then all of a sudden we went in there one time. I don't even remember how old I was. I was in still grade school, and we walked in, and, like, and my dad like tried to order. I don't remember if we sat down or not, but he tried to get a pitcher of beer, and like, oh, we don't serve beer anymore. And he's like, I, I, I fucking can't eat here. And he's like, he like started like fucking having a meltdown, like convulsing over this shit. And I remember just being in the car and back into like some 1990 like piece of shit car that you know was probably not safe at all and just me and my brother chanting no beer can't eat here and then we ended up at fucking garcia's because of course they had beer and free salsa and chips too yeah we were we were regulars at the ground round dude the ground round was the shit pay what you weigh day and they had fucking popcorn (laughs) once again this goes back to places that our parents took us that had free food on top of it you can never go wrong with that shit one of the falls is closed, right? It's been it's been closed for a while. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. There's All right, not, let's they, hope. Don't, they don't exist anymore. Um, well, they they exist in Canada, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking seriously? I I think so. Well, that's like, like that's like thirty years back. Yeah. 
I don't know. I know Swiss Chalet still exists in Ontario. Well, they love that Swiss Chalet. They yeah. love that chicken. But they love uh, that rotisserie. I'm not. I'm not quite sure. I'm pretty sure Ground Round still exists somewhere, though. Like even if it's just one restaurant, I mean, you can't just kill it off completely. Eric, you? you should you should find a location and make a trek. Give, um, us, give us a podcast update news news just, break. Just take just take the kids. Is take this the because family I have there. T-Mobile and I have unlimited data in Canada? You do. No, you got to get that Boost Mobile, bro. Nah, dude. <laughs> I I know that sharp phone. But you know, going back to but you know our beer. What are we talking about? Beer bars versus you, you, stores. But if you bring it to modern day now, like, you're going if, like, let's say if you two are taking the families out for dinner, right? Mm-hmm. You're probably looking at a place that's like, oh, what they have on tap? Right. It's oh, not yeah. a matter of it's not a matter of if they have beer. It's a place of, well, what do they have on tap? And I think that's now in the, the age of technology. Oh. We're able to check out their beer list if they keep it up to date on their website. But sure. still, like, you know, hey, oh. They got this on tap. Let's go. Let's go here for dinner. Yeah. But you know what? Like, I don't think of it necessarily that way because I'm thinking like, fuck, dude, I gotta buy three kids' meals, and these little shitheads aren't gonna eat any of this food. I'm like, there's like 20 bucks gone on meals right there. That like, I'd love to like. I'm sure me and my wife would love to have a, an extra beer there, but yeah, I mean, dude, it's give me well, a, hey, give me a hey, water. You're playing, you know. Hey, you know, if you're going to a place and they have R and D 13 on tap, and you're like, yo, I can pound two of these real quick. No, it's I'm a race against the clock. Go, I'm a sorry sack of shit, and I'm fucking drinking water. <laughs> you're you're ordering your you're ordering your food and asking for the bill at the same time. <laughs> it's a race against the clock. I hear we you. We did there. a Riverworks a few weeks ago when we we went there, and we just got. I think we were, all of us got burgers, and like I looked at the beer menu, and I was just like sad, <laughs> just because me and my wife looked at each other, and we're like, "There's nothing. On, there's nothing on this that you want to drink." No, there was there was stuff we want to drink. You just, just like, you just couldn't like, drink it. Fuck, we're just trying to like picture this in the meal. Like I'm like I'm not trying to spend a hundred bucks today. My kids are gonna order something that they're not gonna eat, and then they're gonna yell at me that they go home and they want like chicken nuggets and ice cream. So so, so was, would you guys say that could be the downfall of craft beer? in these kind of restaurants now i i mean i think that comes into play when you have families like you're yeah. you know no i wouldn't say that though i mean but it, it's something that <sighs> our dads were like pitcher people like oh yeah, yeah. Our, our dads were going like think about like there's a bar that's over by not far from us neighbors and they still have the half pitchers there and like so like a half pitcher of jenny's like four bucks there too like fucking like this is shit that like if it was like Strohs or like Peels or like Hams or some shit like that that our our dads drank, you know 100%. You could walk in that bar fucking 20 years ago, and there'd be eight other dudes like that looked like our fathers just sitting there drinking this shit beer, and even though they know it's not good, but it's just beer, and that's just like how that like generation was. Where now we've become a lot more focused on like, hey, if I'm gonna have one beer. I want a good. Uh, we, I want we a good want beer. Quantity or we want quality over quantity. Right. Is what's, it's the difference with it. Yeah. If I'm, so, pin, if I'm pin, spending six, seven bucks on a on a pint, like I want something that I'm going to enjoy for yeah. the short period of time that I'm going to be there because my kid's going to go crazy and going to be crying up a storm, but and causing a scene. But in hindsight, too, you spend six or seven bucks on a beer that sucks. 
dude, like you're you're depressed about yeah, that shit. I'm, I'm pissed. Like you're like, fuck. Why like, did I? Why buy did I? Yeah, I, and you saw something else on the menu where you're like, oh, I want. But that. you tried something different because it's not something that you normally are going to, going to drink. Exactly. Like, you're like, oh shit, I've heard about this, and like. You know, none of our friends have checked into it on tap. And, like, you know, not, like, just random on tap friends. Like, or you're chasing that hype train. You're, you're close. Like, your close buddies are, like, you're going to trust their opinion more so what you're seeing. But you get something fucking random. Like, oh, I got to try this just to try it. Which is a lot of the hype game now it is, too. I mean, you find yourself drinking shit because other people hype it up. And, I mean, it's a 50-50 crapshoot with what people hype up and versus what's actually good. Right. Yeah, without a doubt. I think, um, you know... You're attracted to kind of what's the the new kid on the block, um, you know, with whatever style is in the you know the fad of the moment. But at the end of the day, sometimes it's just better off to, to go with an old reliable and you well, know you're not. You're well, not think about like out, Thursdays out and Fridays at Premier, dude. Like we all follow them on Twitter. We all get the beer updates of what's coming out, and. You get in there like, fuck, I got to get this. Like, oh, Single Cut's got some new shit or someone else has something. And, like, you spend, like, six bucks on a can of something and you get home and go, I've had a Southern Tier that tasted like that. Or I've had some other random beer that's tasted like that. And just, like, like. And he's he's well, talking right. he's talking about Premier Gourmet. Yeah, Premier Gourmet. Yeah. Out on Maple, over yeah, I think, by, over you by know, UB. and like the hype, and you got you got these guys that you know work day jobs, and they get their mom mules to go out there and stand in line and 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 buy these beers for them, and you try to go in there, and they're all scooped up. It's like you know, I mean, look at when Lawson's so hit here, around. man. Like when Lawson's hit, you had people buying cases of this shit. Oh yeah, you couldn't it was... get it. I mean, to taste one of them was like a fucking miracle here. Right. And now it's just like it's like an afterthought. I ended up splitting a, a twelve pack of the Super Session Eight the day that they came out with a guy that was waiting because we got because it was the last one right. and technically i i had dibs on it and i was just like look dude i'm just here just to trying to get some just so we can try it and that's dude, now, guy get guy now, fucking guilt tripped you dude just admit it nah dude because i like i didn't care like i'm not here to fucking right. like hoard a 12 pack i mean super session 8 is a great beer compared to like in my opinion super session 8 over sip of sunshine all day i'm i'm with you 100 percent but they, That's where um, I think, you know, we can get into that another day for the but, mom mules and stuff, but it's like people just like, you know, they just, you know, grab all this beer and, and buy cases upon cases just to stockpile and try to trade out. Yeah, because that's what people do. I mean, look, I mean like we've seen, the, we've seen the websites where people are selling shit and then you get these ridiculous amounts of, um, of money for these beers that I, I mean, they're not like life-changing beers. At this point in my life, I find it harder and harder with each good beer that I drink to find another beer that's going to like wow me like that. And I mean, maybe that's just what it is. I mean, I, I don't expect beers to just be like, holy fuck, like I need to have this again. Or like... You got to expand your mind, bro. I, dude. <laughs> my mind's that, That's back to like episode one where we talk about Maduro. Like, you know, that was well, beer where but, we... But Maduro is a different case though. Maduro is like... Like when you, if you have not had Maduro and you have that, it's one of those, it's one of those beers that is just like, I don't know, it, it just, it just, I don't know, like it, it's, it's, it, it gives you a, a, a different, a different outlook on what Browns are supposed to be. And thankfully, uh, we started getting distribution of it out here now. 
um, not Maduro, not Maduro necessarily. What it's it's got to be coming. I mean, by the way, I found a six pack of highlight today too. So you're both welcome for that. Thank you. Well, I there's cases of it at VBM. Like we can buy it regularly. Yeah, now. but this is the official Florida version of this. Yeah, but it's also old now. You're fucking old now. So I think I you know talking now. to your you know VBM bringing that up. I think you know you know do we want to talk a little bit about you know the, the well, different brew stores that we we have at our disposal now. You know, in 2018 versus what we had, you know, five, ten years ago. You oh, yeah. allude to that a little bit, Brett? I mean, right now, I mean, we do have places out in the city now. We have two locations for Village Beer Merchant. We have one down on Elmwood and one on Hurdle, where if you are looking for harder-to-find beers, you can find them there. Um, you have, as we stated before, Premier Gourmet out in... Uh, out in Amherst over by UB uh, where not only is it a pretty decent place to get hard to find beers but it is probably the best place in the area to get European beers yeah without so the all. European section's solid I mean yeah we, we, we talk about it, right yeah we talk about just like going in there and just buying random ass beers and just just to drink them like based upon name like just weird looking shit because half of them you can't even read if you're someone who's adventurous on your beer drinking by all means you got to get to that store and just go to town on just some random european beers spend like an hour in there and just get yeah. lost i mean you you can just peruse aisles i walk up and down the aisles like five times i always like i'm I end up, guilty of that too i find myself going in there i'm like i'm just gonna grab two things i'm not grabbing a fucking basket and before i know it i'm like shit there's six beers in my hand right. and i'm still wandering and you know the employees are asking me do you, no, you need any help i'm like uh just give me a basket or something. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll, I'll be like, oh, yeah, honey, I'm just, you know, stopping here. And then, like, I'll see Premier. I'm like, oh, I'm going to just pop in here for a hot minute. And then that hot minute turns into 45 minutes. And me just kind of perusing the aisles turns into a six-pack and grabbing a 22 or something in my other hand and checking out. It doesn't help. It doesn't help that you as a chef, too, like, you kind of start looking through the other aisles and, like, yeah, start looking it, it at all. Help. Looking at all the toys that you can possibly buy. Sure. <laughs> you know. I find myself that every time I go into Premier Gourmet, that there's usually some random fucking grim that I'll stare at. <laughs> and I'm like... <laughs> Trying to remember if you've actually... Well, yeah, had and then I like look it on tap. I'm like, shit, I've had 13 different grims. And I know there's more that I haven't you've checked you've had that into. feeling the next morning. But like, but there's that there's the one grim that was, was horrible. And I mean, it, I... It tasted like pop. I don't know which one it was. It it tasted like drinking like someone's sweat at the gym. Yo, maybe but it was that glitter pop, dude. No, it wasn't. I, if there was a glitter pop, I'd smash it. But nonetheless, I just I'm like I don't remember. So I'm standing there looking at my phone, going through on tap, you know, walking around like the beer nerds that we are, trying to figure out like what did I have? Did I have this? Was it that? Was it you know? And just. After aisle after aisle, I'm like, shit, I've been standing in the same spot too long. i got to move because I'm starting to look weird. I mean, honestly, though, like, you know, to your point, Brian, you said about the, the chef-esque, you know, of my past. I don't think I've ever, like, 
went through thoroughly the 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 food aisles over at Premier, and I've just like laser beamed to the beer section. And it's they, just, they it have just some, they have some pretty, you in. They have some pretty cool shit though for in the food aisles. Yeah, I mean, I would love to. That's a, I be do more focused. On I got that. I got some packages of squid ink that I bought there. Why don't you talk <laughs> about the fact that you're you're also the big cider hype? Oh, dude, they do have a great selection of cider there. I mean, I mean we have to definitely have to do an episode on cider. Yeah, good luck with that. I'm not, I, I'd be all about it. I don't think I can get everybody else on board. I'll though. drink I would, cider. I would drink that. Yeah, I'd no. get on, on board with that. I, we no. get some sampling going on. Well, I guess. I guess we'll have to have because Maybe we can do it like a fall episode. Yeah, yeah that we'll, is a good call. We'll, we'll we'll save that until at the end of the summer, then at least. Yeah, right after we have a full blown twisted tea episode. <laughs> I'm sure. And some and some Zima Jolly Rancher asks. I'm sure. I'm sure the listeners will love that episode. Um, but speaking of bottle shops, though, we do have even on the both both corners of Western New York, you got Brewed and Bottled out in Lewiston, and you also have Aurora Brew Works out in East Aurora. And I've never been to Brew and Bo- Brewed and Bottled, but Aurora Brew Works was really probably one of my first experiences in a legit bottle shop, and just like being able to just walk through grab a beer off a shelf and then have them pop it open for you and then drink it and then keep shopping is a great feeling yeah i I haven't been there and you know i was at a brewery you know a couple months and they alluded to the fact that on saturdays i think it is like after nine o'clock they actually have like a like a speakeasy room. They have they have a ba- they have a basement room that you can rent out if you want. Like and you can. Uh, and it has like you know you know it's all decked out with you know old school arcade games and like yeah you know it's just kind of a, a you know a getaway where you know it's 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 a whole another room out of the 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 norm of the the bottle um, bottle shop. Something like it a is. cigar lounge kind of. Yeah, yeah kind of kind of you know they had some pictures of it. It looked really sweet the down the downfall of it is the fact that it's in east aurora yeah that's right i mean and it's after nine o'clock ten o'clock yeah east, east aurora is a nice place but when you're living up in the city or like just outside of the city you're not driving out to east aurora at nine o'clock at night no right that's a hell of an uber ride home if you're trying to get that yeah right that's a twenty dollar uber yeah, twenty dollars. Like, is I was gonna say, I was say probably more like forty. Yeah. <laughs> when, when I was in Florida, I, <laughs> I looked at we were, we were in uh, Cocoa Beach and we were staying in Indian Harbor Beach and it was on St. Patty's Day, and when my wife and I went out, we didn't even think like, think about like, oh, it's St. Patty's Day. It happened to be like a surge time, so the Uber price I took a screenshot of it was eighty dollars for a regular Uber, and thirty a hundred and thirty five for an Uber XL to go like, <laughs> it was like a twenty minute ride, and so I just kept standing there hitting refresh until that shit like went back to thirty five bucks. As soon as it hit thirty five bucks, I just I grabbed it. I'm like, let's go. Like I I'm this is insane, dude. I think but. that's like you know. It depends upon the city that you're in. Like, but could you imagine, like, just being like stranded? Like, someone like, oh, I'm just gonna take an Uber home. I've had, I've, I've drank a few, and like, <laughs> like you say, like, you you're know, dropping like, half a paycheck. <laughs> like, what, what are you gonna do? Like, shit, I just spent like 80 bucks at a bar. I got, I got 30 bucks for a ride home. Like, holy fuck, it's 70 bucks to get home right now. Like, right. 
Yeah, I mean, that's like, I think, you know, we have friends who live in Boston and they were telling us, oh, yeah, you know, an Uber ride from, from where I live out in the sticks to, to Boston, you know, the downtown is like 10 bucks. And I'm like, yeah, an Uber ride here in Buffalo, f- like 15 minutes away is like 15. Yeah, yeah but I'll out, take it all day. Out in, out in L.A., it was like, oh, guess what? You're going like a half hour away. Guess what? It's $10. It's like, all right, this is great. Right. You come here, you're like, oh, this is great. We got Uber. It's like 20 bucks to go 10 minutes. Like, really? Why don't we uh, switch it up and talk about this beer that we are just cracked open right now? Sure. Brian, why don't you give us a little bit of background on this? We just cracked open the Sea Delight, which is a collaboration between Buffalo's own Thin Man Brewery. Um, Then you have New York City Barrier Brewing Company and then McKellar Brewing as well. So this is a imperial milk stout. It's 11.11% ABV, and it is brewed with cinnamon, lactose, and coffee. I definitely get that cinnamon in it. Yeah, I, I was just about to say I got a little bit of heat, you know, off the first sip on the back end. And it smells I, I smells a little, a little sweet bit, too. I thought it, it was a little chilly, like, but you know, now yeah. that you say cinnamon, it's definitely that cinnamon aspect where it gets it, weirder after like. Um, as like the taste like dissipates a little bit. I mean, we're drink we're drinking it right now, probably at about what fifty degrees. I would probably say so. Maybe even yeah. a little bit. Maybe higher. a little more. Maybe like fifty five. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we, got a we definitely we let it warm up a little bit, and overall, I think. I mean, it's for for an eleven percent, the way it is, it's it's pretty smooth. Yeah, it's definitely um, smooth. But Adam, what do you, what's your? I mean, what's your th- overall thought on it? It's something. It's something different. I, I wouldn't be mad drinking this, but at the same time, like for me, this is one like, all right, I've had it. I'm never gonna want to. I, I don't want to say I'm never gonna want to have it again, but it's something that like I'm cool with it. I'm happy that I drank it. I mean, I mean, the first, you know, the first sip, um, you know, as you, as it, you know, hits, you know, you from the from the get go, it, it's kind of smooth. But as you kind of you know, as it runs down and you get the back of your palate, you know, you get some of that, that cinnamon, so it gives you a little bit of that spice. Um, you know, for an, uh, an Imperial, uh, I think it's kind of, you know, it you're not getting that alcohol, you know, hit hit you in the in the mouth. Um, you know, it's it's kind of subtle in that way where it, it you know it could sneak up on you if you if you had a couple of these. Um, oh, absolutely! I, I think for summertime, it's it's not the ideal beer, um, especially when it's seventy five and humid. Maybe out early, early spring, like this, wouldn't be a bad thing. Yeah, I mean, you know, L- luckily, 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 it's cooled down enough right yeah. now where this isn't terrible. But even drink. even a beer like in November, <laughs> December for this. Like, oh yeah, you're getting almost into like winter warmer kind of season there. Yeah, I, like, mean, I mean, maybe not on beer schedule season, but from that time of year, it's like shit. Thanksgiving, like Christmas, sure. like. You you kind of like a beer like this where it's cold out, you know. It'll warm you, you up a little bit. You got the heat on in the house, and you're kind of like, yeah, I can get down with that. Like it, you get that cinnamon, kind of just gives you the flavor of the holidays. I think. Yeah, I think I can crush a couple of these, you know, in you November, could, December. You crush a couple of them, you're gonna be sleeping on the floor. Yeah, I'm gonna be, <laughs> either yeah. by your wife or by default. Yeah, right. <laughs> you be, can uh, be hugging that porcelain, you know. You can you can even maybe 
maybe age this can for like like maybe six months and kind of see how it goes too. Yeah, I mean, it would be something I would be interested in to see if the, the especially with the cinnamon in there to see what that see flavor does if it mellows out. Yeah, and, and it, like I said, it's 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 a good beer, but I mean, we've drank some beers recently, um, you know, some heavy stouts, you know, the Sleeping Forever, um, even the. Um, the Southern Tier Oats or Barrel Age Oats ones where you don't realize you're drinking a 12% beer. You can tell, by the way, that they how thick these things pour to you. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, even this, like, it's got a decent thickness, but it's not really, like, it doesn't match up the thickness with, like, those other ones that we both had, or, excuse me, all three of us have had recently with each other. Um, we're just, like, you know you're, like, drinking. It feels like you're drinking, like, chocolate milk almost. Yeah, I think, you know, it, it for an 11 percenter, um, you know, it's not, it's not going to, it's not, it doesn't kill you, you know, on the, on your palate right away where you're like, you're taken back and you're like, you got to kind of take it easy. And well, especially when there's it. three of us drinking a, a 16 ounce or like, sure. I mean, you drink one of these by yourself and I'm, I'm sure that, you know, you'll be feeling good. Yeah, it's definitely going to give you a different vibe that, you know. Well, that helps. That helps lead me into the whole conversation on beer bars. Like, if I were to walk into a place like Coulter Bay, and I see this on the tap list, I'm gonna get a sample of it. I'm not gonna go and get myself a whole glass of it because if I've never had it before, I'm gonna try it. And we are lucky to have bars like Coulter Bay and Coles and uh, ABV, and I mean. I guess anything anything that uh, the Big Ditch is good with it though too. That, that the Schatzel family has produced, um, they are great with allowing people to be able to try so many different kinds of beers. And even it's, nowadays, though, I mean, so many places are just good with like, hey, what's going on with oh, this beer? We can see even even two minutes away, you have crab apples. Yeah, right. Yeah, like crab apples is a very underrated beer bar because yep. people look at it and they just assume that it's just another it's dive ran, another random cheek to walk a dive yep and it's six dartboards for, for yeah. the most part and a, and for library. the most part like the interior kind of is sure but like that beer list is ridiculous i mean they have like what 50 taps or something like that they, they got something like that it's, like it's it's, it's pretty it's, intense it's insane i, I mean, mean i'm getting some like smoky aspect there, as, there's as a smoke kinda, to it but i mean it, that's something really, what you're doing with dark beers though too i mean there could be a smoke malt in here i mean we don't know what their um their base is or what they're using for specialty but it's not uncommon once you get into a a dark beer like this to pick up smokinesses from you know what you're using to darken it sure i i i just took sip number three or sip number four and also i'm getting like that smoked kind of bacon you know, flavor. Yeah. And um, I, I kind of like it. I mean, especially when you go back to your cooking, you know, you know straight bacon. Dude. You could get, you could <laughs> combine different flavors with stuff and you produce other flavors even just by almost like the effect or the aromatics that you get from something that like can trick your senses into thinking that this is what you're tasting. Sure. I mean, what, what goes with bacon? Like everything. Everything goes with bacon. Yeah. Not, Breakfast, now, lunch, and dinner. Nowadays. I mean, if. And gym steak out at four in the morning. Yeah. Damn right. Um, if we're going, if we're going back to the beer bar conversation, I mean, we do have to give props to people like Pizza Plant, who kind of originated the whole craft beer scene in this region. You know, the first place I ever had a cask beer, I know what the fuck I was drinking. <laughs> I thought like, 
but yeah, I like craft beer. I'm like, this is like 10 years ago. And all of a sudden, like, they give me this like warm shit. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, I'm like, I'm like, all right, maybe, maybe I'm not like as cool as I think I am. But you get like these different things that they had there. They, they were ones with rotating taps. And like, you'd go there two weeks later and you try to get the same beer. And it's completely different. I think as a Buffalonian, I have never been there. So, you know, shame on me. Really? Um, you know, I would I, think I would think you of yeah, all you people would have been there never, at some point. I've never been on that pod train. You know, we just have never. Yeah, it's big enough for Paul Gossett to eat. It's <laughs> <laughs> big as his head. No, I've never been there, and you know that's a that's a that's a shame on me for for not exploring that avenue. I mean, no, their beer scene has always been spot on. Yeah, between it was between them and really like kind of Coles and Good Bar for the most part, because Good Bar. While we used don't, to love, don't forget, um, we used to love the dollar natty ices on Thursday nights. I mean, good bars. I've been there, done that. No, double twist. It was double. It was, it was for me, dude. It was two for ones, two for ones, well drinks or dollar natty ices. But when it comes down to it, good bar is a great craft beer bar. Well, e- even even like we touched on in the last episode, but uh, Buffalo Brew Pub. You know, I mean, they were someone that was doing this shit oh, yeah. years ago, too, which were, you know, <laughs> 15 years ago or like when our parents, they were like, yeah, they talk they talk about like, oh, yeah, those random like craft brew or micro brew weird fucking beers that don't taste like beer. Well, it's actually like, no, this is what beer is actually supposed to taste like. And you just the scene's just so flooded with macros, too, that you're drinking all the... Well, that that could be a whole other conversation, too, on what what is beer supposed to actually taste like. I mean, that's sure. pretty much something to ask the Germans. <laughs> well, I mean, I right. think, you know, or, you know, Christopher Columbus and your... Like I, they, you, can, you, can, you can fight about that for hours on end, man. Like, we, you know, kind of correlating it between the two. They're not the same, but, like, with coffee, like... You know, you have your typical, like Tim Hortons, you know, you have those on every corner and Dunkin' Donuts and Starbucks, but a place downtown opened up and, and that's overwinter coffee, like, t- and I, you know, we, I've hit up that place a couple times and it's like, it's like true coffee taste and like there's, there's notes that they, they tell you about with the bean and it's like, you can taste those notes. And it's that's just, something, that's something that's finally kind of hit this area yeah, too. And it, that and I really out west, loved it. Out west, it's, it's huge. Uh, whenever I go visit my brother and stuff, like you can kind of see it, and just like when you're looking for places to go and visit and everything yeah. else, like there's so many coffee shops out that way. Yeah, I mean, but, like, like so out here now, I mean, I mean, there's. I could there's, really give two shits at this point. Just throw it in a beer. <laughs> I mean, really, I'm just. Go, but, I'll go to Tim's. I'll get what I want. If I buy coffee from fucking Aldi's and make it at home, I still think it tastes like shit. I'm just trying to correlate. No, like I no, I get with, exactly. You know, but like, like, I mean, it's one of those things like brews back in the day versus like how sure. coffee's the scene. And coffee's huge. Coffee's and I mean, they now. tell you these different roasts and stuff like that. Like, it makes a difference. Yeah, they, they. I yeah. mean, they all make a difference with what you're doing for it. But I mean, like, I hit it black the other day, and it said like you're gonna taste blueberry and vanilla, and I had it black, no cream, nothing, and I tasted blueberry and vanilla, like. Like, you know, that's like holy shit. Like, coffee yeah, for six bucks though, and you're it was just, like three fifty. <laughs> all right, well, I mean, it <laughs> wasn't bad. But the, hey, that's the same thing with craft beer though. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but except I mean, like, they're gonna years give. Ago, Thirty years ago, people at these microbrews were like, this shit. Sucks. Yeah, but for three fifty to like wake yeah. me up is one thing, you know. Put it six dollars away to get rid of the pain of the day. It's a different story. Sure. 
Hey, some some people get off on coffee, bro. Hey, I teach their own, buddy. <laughs> um, one uh, one very underrated beer bar in the city that we have is actually Matinee over on Main Street. Uh, what people don't realize there, with it being right down there in the theater district, is they have a pretty wide selection on bottles and cans and anything else that like you might not normally think that a bar would have, and it's all pretty reasonable price too. So, I mean, if you happen to be out, whereabouts is that? It's uh, right past uh, right past Shays. If you're going towards Tupper, okay, uh, it's cor- kind of towards kind of towards the corner of Tupper over there. Okay. So, but I don't think I've ever hit that place up. No, it's, I've never. They've been open for maybe about two, two years now, three years now, maybe. Well, what's the? Is it Lennox Grill? Do you see on the commercials that stage they have like five hundred different Lennox, variations of beer? Lennox Grill has a ton of bottles, man. And how old everything is, and how good everything is like that's that's and, that, and that's always something that you have to look into when sure. like you're going into like a bottle show like like you're just going into like a bar in general because they're not going to throw out beer they're going to try to get rid of it yeah so like if you're walking in if you're walking in and there's like an ipa that like you look at and and if you don't get a hand on that bottle and that ipa is like a year old is it going to be the same beer that you're expecting it to be no. no, without a doubt. It's going to be like that 120 that I've been aging for six years. Well, that's that's different. I mean, you're getting a 120 that you've been, that's been sitting out hey, there. Hey, it the says nuts. age for a decade or so. <laughs> but, no, that's it's, it's a, that's really kind of what you have. I mean, we also haven't really touched on places like uh, Griffin Pub, which has three locations now. No, yep. even if we're going to mention about like beer bars, you got to throw it back to like the OG place of like alternative brews. It's gone, alter- dude. I know it's gone, but I mean, like, I remember going to alternative brews and being like, "What am I walking into?" And just drinking like three philosophers and like, and they're selling like packs Alter- of like. Alternative brews love their Belgians, so. Yeah. Like if that if you wanted if you wanted like a decent selection of Belgian ales, man, you you just walk in alternative brews and. But ten years ago, I mean, that's something that like, you get like random breweries, or you get more imports and stuff like that from places that were doing it before it like actually made its way. Whether you want to say stateside or want to say with two Buffalo, because the places that you had like. I mean, you really had to be like a like a beer snob to like drink this shit because you're never gonna go into it. I mean, if you walk into consumers, like you would think Ellicottville, Flying Bison, you know, um, Southern Tier, like shit that you just randomly know, or Sierra Nevada because you've heard of that, and you missed out on so much other stuff. When you when you look back at it, I mean, you could think back on when we uh, when we really first started drinking too. Um, you would like, you'd grab a, I remember grabbing a magic hat with craft brew then too. Well, yeah. When we yeah. walked it, we walked, you would walk into the pink and we're like, Hey, we're going to get a magic hat. Number nine. This is going to be the greatest yeah, thing ever. Was, it was, awesome. was it say no, not quite parallel, but back then it was apricot wheat. Yeah. Like yeah. it was, and yeah. dude, it like to us, it was, it was awesome. I mean, but that also leads to, you know, another episode when we have that number 10 from, uh, CBW to talk about yeah I mean, so i mean it's with the variation but uh, you know something that you know 
we've had, uh, you know, we've drank 10 years before. By the way, while we're on the Magic Hat, Magic Hat number nine was the first beer that I ever actually chugged. And I was waiting for you to pick me up, take me to a bar. And I remember, like, getting out of work, it's like it's like one thirty in the morning. You dropped me off, coming back to get me, and uh, or I drove home, and you were on your way to get me, like, where it's like, yeah, we got 10 minutes before we got to get to the bar, and just grabbing one, and it, I just, like, chugged it. I'm like, wow, I can do this. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was never, like, a beer bong guy or, like, you know, get my bro on and just, like, crush bush lines. Yeah, no, I wasn't about that. I mean, I was just, like, I like my beers, but I would just rather drink them at what my pace is, which is still. Yeah, you used to get mad at people for trying to make you chug. Yeah, I still get mad. I want to chug it. Let me enjoy it, damn it. Chug a lug, chug a lug. How many times did we ice you that one day and you used to fucking yell at us, being like, come on, dude, I can't chug this. Were they ice or were they Miller Chills? Oh, no, they were straight ice. Straight chill. Old Montes, man. I think we, I think we iced you three times in one night. How many of those bottles did I smash? <laughs> I think you smashed one. That sounds about right. Yo, Miller Chill, man. They should bring that shit back. It uh, wasn't a bad beer. The original recipe, yeah. Not no, the hundred no. calories, like. Yeah, no. Well, we, we can talk about how we bought all the beer that consumers had one time. Well, we can also save that for another episode. Yeah, let's so. we'll, we'll save that for an episode of when uh, we talk about we drink all the beer of the specific type at a bar or bought them all at consumers. <laughs> and on that note, we'll wrap it up. We got anything else to say, guys? No, just be on the lookout for new beers coming out from the local breweries. You know, stay up to date on their Twitters as well, as well as ours at What the Hops. Uh, we will retweet and post our comments too about the beers that we're drinking. Yeah, follow us on Untapped at WTH Podcast and on Instagram at What the Hops Podcast. Um, don't forget, um, you have coming up this week too. You'll have the uh, Thin Man Summer Solstice Party on June 16th. So if you're listening to this before that and there's still tickets left, go and hit that up because I'm sure it's probably going to be a great time. Anything else to say, Adam? No, I think we're good. Just hit up your local brewery, drink local, and enjoy the start of the summer. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Peace.